صباح الخير لكل المستمعين صباح الخير لك رامي نحن اليوم نهار الجمعة ومثل كل نهار الجمعة بنحكي عن قانون الكريمينال لو وبنحكي عن قانون الفاميلي لو أوقات بنحكي لمدة ساعة عن قانون الفاميلي لو أوقات الوقت كله للكريمينال لو أغلبية الأوقات للفاميلي لو وجزء للكريمينال لو بس اليوم رح نحكي عن الاثنين وأنا مبسوطة كتير اليوم أنه عم يرجع معنا الضيف وهي سيدة محامية كانت معنا لمدة سنة حتى أكتر من سنة معنا على الراديو وكانت جزء من المكتب تبعي ورجعت جزء من المكتب تبعي المحاميه ماريا باتشينكو ماريا باتشينكو it is really a pleasure to have you again here thank you does that remind you a little bit of the past it does <laughs> except that the setup is a little bit different it is it's a little different but yeah. it's comfortable it's cozy <laughs> very good well you did fabulous with us on the radio before you did fabulous with us uh, in the office before and uh, we are very happy to have you i have to ask you how is baby genevieve baby genevieve <laughs> is doing good <laughs> i heard that you got uh, some news about her not too long ago yeah some updated photos she's growing big and strong she's really cute so who did send you the photos of baby genevieve her the adoptive adoptive parents yes yes mm-hmm. so we're talking about uh, one of the many adoptions that uh, you used to do Um, where you would represent uh, parents who want to adopt children. Yes. And you had to go through that whole process where the biological mother is wanting to give up for various reasons, the child upon birth, shortly upon birth, and you would represent the adoptive parents to have the child. And I remember one of your very first cases was baby Genevieve. And the reason why it's stuck in my head, I still have her picture in my head, her little round mm-hmm. head in, in my in my head is because my baby, yes. my dog's name is Genevieve. Yes. And I was asking you about it, Genevieve. And I said, remember how one of your first adoptions was baby Genevieve? And you said, guess what? I just received, you know, pictures about Genevieve. Yes. How old is Genevieve now? About a year and a half? Yes, she turned um, one in the summer. So this last summer, she just turned one. So she'll be coming up on two this summer. Very good. Yeah. Uh, أنه معنا محامية اليوم كانت منضمة لمكتبنا ورجعت تنضم لمكتبنا المحامية ماريا باتشينكو في كتير من المستمعين بيعرفوها لماريا لأنه مثلت عشرات وعشرات الرجال والنساء في الجالية العربية والكلدنية بالطلاق بأمور أخرى بأمور جنائية إلى آخره كتر خير الله رجعت معنا ولح تنضم إلنا كل نهار جمعة رح نتكلم عن قانون الفاميلا ورح نتكلم عن قانون الكريمينال لا من من المواضيع اللي اليوم بحب نتطرق لها مع المحاميه ماريا هو الرجال بالتحديد بما بخص بالطلاق بالتحديد بتشاركني هي بالراي ورايها اهم من رايي لانه هذا اختصاصها انه عدد كثير كبير من الرجال في الجاليه للاسف ما بيعرفوا حقوقهم و they're getting the short end of the stick مثل ما بيقولوا شوي بالانجليزي بما بخص الطلاق ما بنتمنى الطلاق لاي انسان بنتمنى لو الطلاق غير موجود بنتمنى لو كل انسان كل رجل وامراه بيقدروا يصلحوا الامور بالاخص اذا في اولاد بيناتهم بس نعرف واقعيا انه في عالم بتفوت بهيدي بهيدا الطريق 
سو رح نحكي شوي اليوم عن اللاك اوف ايديوكيشن او الايديوكيشن الغير كافيه اللي عم بيعاني منها الرجل في الجاليه العربيه والكلدنيه بما بخص حقوقه مع الطلاق ورح نحكي بالكريمينال عن على القليل موضوع قد ما الوقت رح يسمح لنا رح نحكي عن استعمال السوشيال ميديا رح نحكي عن استعمال التليفون بهاي الايام اللي ممكن استعمال التليفون او السوشيال ميديا توصل المستعمل لحتى يكون متهم بجنحه وهيدي الجنحه جديه ولازم نحكي عنها حكينا عن هذا الموضوع مرة أو اثنين بالماضي لازم نحكي عنها من جديد بسموها بالإنجليزي The Malicious Use of a Telecommunication Device A Telecommunication Device مثلا مثل التليفون بس منبلش بموضوع الرجال بالجالية والنوع التوعية نوع الثقافة اللي عندهم اياها او الثقافه الغير كافيه اللي عندهم اياها بما بخص حقوقهم في مجال الطلاق. اتوني ماريا باتشينكو وي وونت تو ستارت وذ سمثينغ وي وير ديسكاسينغ بيفور وي وونت اون ذا اير اند ذير از اباوت مان ان بارتيكولار ان اور اوفيس يو هاف ريبريزنتد تنز اند تنز اند تنز اوف كلاينتس ماني وومن اند ماني مان اند يو كونتينيو تو اند You are telling me something that I know one client who happens to be a special client of ours because, you know, he came to us in a car accident and sadly, um, he is one of your files. Sadly, he's going through a divorce. And um, he did say to me one time before, and it stuck in my head. And he said, Jumana, please go on the radio and say that. And I went on the radio and I said that, of course, without mentioning his name. He said... A lot of men in the Middle Eastern community are not very versed in their rights, sadly, when it comes to a divorce. Again, we don't wish you do divorces, you do separations, you do adoptions, you do criminal. I'm sure you don't wish people to get divorced. No. I'm sure you advise everyone about if there are other ways to amicably, you know, reconcile that that would be the best thing, correct? Absolutely. Okay. Give them But resources if they need them. You may want to come a little bit closer if you don't mind to the to the mic. My apologies. Um but we know the reality is that divorces are going to happen right right the key is not to go into a divorce not even file for divorce under the heat of the moment right absolutely and okay. like we said before um we've talked about this on the air in the distant past but um we have resources for pe- persons that might want to consult other options alternatives to divorce before actually filing And in the Middle Eastern community, the, divo- the resources are often talking to the family, talking to the priest, talking to the sheikh, more than seeking professional help. Right. Some people do seek professional help. True. Talking yes. to psychotherapists, doing what's called conjoint family therapy, where husband and wife are sitting in one room and trying to resolve their issues. But what I want to talk about today is what this gentleman Uh, who is one of your uh, files, uh, did uh, talk to me about. He said, Jumana, we uh, men in the Middle Eastern community are very, very ignorant of what our rights are. And he did share with me how his spouse actually kind of threatened him. Um, She threatened him. um, uh, He said she has something on me. I I don't remember what it is that she had on him. 
something that's not quite kosher and she used that to to in in essence blackmail him and say if you don't give me what i'm asking you this this and that i'm gonna go tell the irs on you i think it was an irs issue if i if i remember correctly right and he said a lot of men that's what he said i want to hear from you he said a lot of men are really ignorant of what their rights are um women are playing on the domestic violence thing and he said a number of women sadly have set up their spouses where they will start in a physical back and forth and then the woman will throw in an an inflammatory word or will start maybe um, attacking the man's mother the man's sister and you know the male ego flares up and every one of us has a breaking point and the men become so inflamed next thing he's pushing something he is whatever and now she calls the police so he has reported to me a rather unattractive picture of what's going on let's talk about the first part of what he said he said that he believes that most men in the middle eastern community are not educated as much as the women about their rights when it comes to divorces what are your thoughts on that I mean, my thought is is that I think that most people in, are are uneducated on their rights and divorce, and I think, especially in the Middle Eastern community, just in my experience of what I've with my clientele, um, men that have come to me that are from the Middle Eastern community, they are absolutely unaware of the process. We don't get into marriage thinking about divorce, so absolutely. you know nobody really knows what that looks like if it comes up, and. Um, when they come, I think that it's one uh, partly emotional, of course, and then partly it every your head's kind of spinning, not really sure exactly where to go from here. And the dynamic of the Middle Eastern community is so much more complex than just an average divorce because m- a majority of my clientele that has come in um, may. Um, belong to the Islamic faith and they have both an Islamic marriage and they have the legal state marriage and there's two things to be considered there and there's a lot of um, uh, well there's a lot of moving parts on both ends of that and they're not really sure how those two issues are going to play out in court and how they can be protected when the court doesn't always get involved but recently sometimes gets involved. I think part of the reason why some men are finding it difficult dealing with divorce laws here is the women are going and are consulting with attorneys. And the men, many of them still think they live back home where the laws are pretty fluid and they are generally speaking stacked in favor of the men against the woman. And that is a reality. So I think although they have emigrated and they live in the United States, I think in their head, it is still pretty much the, the thought that they have the majority of the rights. And so they're, they're waking up to the fact that in the United States, there are laws and the laws are not in favor of women. They shouldn't be and are not in favor of men. They shouldn't be. But you know, the, 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 a, a, a judge is going to um, divorce court is a court of equity. The judge is going to listen and decide what is fair, what is right. The judge is not going to give extra brownie points to a woman, shouldn't, or to a man, 
because we're not like in the Middle East, for example. So I think that's one of the problems. I think another problem is that women are realizing that they need to go consult with attorneys and find out what their rights are. Right. On both ends of that spectrum, you're right. Men, um, male clients that will come in that are from the Middle Eastern community are very perplexed and confused and sometimes even shocked at what the laws are here when they are faced with a divorce. Um, uh, How the uh, marriage And they get angry. It, it can it can be I'll tell you why they get angry too. <laughs> yes I, I'll tell you why I think they get angry they may not outwardly show it but I see the anger because I think in their head they're still comparing it with back home sure and it can be hard to wrap your head around if your mind is thinking yes this is what I expect to happen if it were to be whatever the laws are back home and then they come sit down in my office and I tell them what the laws are here and how it's going to play out in court it's it's like a 180 it's a complete flip around from what they were expecting Uh, most of um, them are uh, the breadwinners in their family and they believe that because they um, had provided for their family throughout the marriage that they would be able to retain all of their property and uh, that's just not the case not here so I'm talking about the idea that generally, maybe not every person, but generally, the men in the family here don't have a knowledge about the laws and the rights and what they have ويعرفوا شو معهم وشو عليهم وسبب تاني اللي هو أكبر إنه بعد في كتير رجال صحيح عايشين جسديا في الولايات المتحدة عقليا بعد في فكرة إنه الحقوق هي مع الرجال أكتر مما هي مع النساء هيدا الفكرة جاية لأنه كتير منا خلقانين بغير بلدين أنا أولهم خلقانين ببلدين أخرى نعرف إنه بالبلدين الشرقية أغلبية الحقوق هي مع الرجل هي مش مع الإمرأة بتقول المحامية ماريا باتشينكو إنه وقت اللي بتقعد مع رجال بتحسهم شاكت يعني بتحسهم كتير بيتفاجئوا وقت اللي بتخبرهم وبتنوهن وبتوعيهم على شو القانون شو لح يكون معهم وشو لح يكون عليهم ومن الأشياء اللي أكتر شيء شاكينج اللي بتكون إلهم إنه بيكون الرجل هو اللي بيفوت المدخول بالبيت وقت اللي بتشرح له إنه كيف الأشياء لح تنقسم بيكون في نوع من الغضب يمكن منه غضب بيبين من برا وهو غضب داخلي أو غضب خارجي كمان بس ما عم يقدر يتفهموا الفكرة إنه إذا أنا اللي عم بطلع وأنا اللي عم بشتغل وأنا اللي عم فوت المصاري وهي قاعدة بالبيت كيف بدي أتقاسم مع كل شيء ما أنا اللي طلعت لبرا أنا اللي 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 كفحت أنا اللي اشتغلت أنا اللي عم فوت المصاري بس هيدا هو القانون هون في الولايات المتحدة وهيدا هو القانون هون في ميشيغان the other thing I want to talk about is um, let's talk about domestic violence Okay. Let's talk about that. Let's yeah. talk about what's the best thing to do when you feel that something is brewing. So, well, the f- if you if العنف المنزلي هذا اللي عم نحكي عنه. If you're in a situation where you feel that you're being threatened, whether it be your spouse or uh, anybody that lives in your home or that you have a domestic relationship with, the first thing to do is to either leave the situation if it's possible or call the police if it's not. What about if it is accusatory words? It's just words. Right. So obviously it's 
going to be one of those walk away or you're going to have to just uh, either de-escalate if you know how and if you don't know how to de-escalate a situation you need to walk away from the situation because what can happen is is that like you were describing earlier these things can boil over and it can go physical at any point I mean everybody has their breaking point as you said okay so throwing words at each other that's not a violation of any criminal law it, it, it's it depends on what you're saying. If you're threatening and it's a credible threat, then it can be. It can be considered assaultive behavior and it can be assault. Cons- correct. And it's just really not battery an hour. Meaning, battery means touching. Assault right. is oral. Uh, it's, it, it, even um, or a manifestation of um, if I were to come at you closer, walking closer to you in a threatening or an intimidating manner, that can be an assault. And I don't even have to say anything. If, you, if I'm making you fearful of an imminent touching or battery that is unwanted by you, that's an assault. Okay, so assault, give me the definition of criminal assault. A, a, a criminal assault would be um, basically threatening or intimidating behavior or verbal uh, statement um, of that is creating imminent fear of battery in the person that you're okay. intimidating or threatening. Okay. So I'm talking about the temptation and about متهم بالعنف المنزلي ده بده يدفع تكاليف للمحكمه وده بده يدفع تكاليف للمحاميين وللمحاكم والضرر اللي بيعمل لعائلته الى اخره بس عم نحكي بالاول انه وقت بتصير الاشياء موتره بين رجل وامراه هو مش ضروري يكون رجل وامراه يكون رجل ورجل امراه وامراه اخت واختها بيسموه هيدا الدومستيك فايلنس يعني اي انسان نحن بعلاقه ان دومستيك ريليشن شيب معه بتقول هون انه اوقات حتى عدم الكلام حتى إذا إنسان مثلا عم بيقرب على الثاني بعد ما دقره حتى يمكن ما تكلم معه بس الطريقة اللي عم بيقرب عليه الشخص الثاني عم يشعر إنه في imminent threat of harm يعني عم يشعر إنه معرض قريبا إنه ينأذى ساعتها الطرف الآخر ارتكب شيء بيسموه criminal assault is a criminal assault a misdemeanor or a felony? It can be or it can be either. It depends on um, your re- criminal history. If you have um, had a history of this before and you're charged with a third or a second offense, um, it can enhance the uh, criminal penalties by double, okay. if not more. And okay. I have a great example of exactly what we're talking about. I had a client who was in an altercation verbally with his spouse, and he um, was charged with domestic violence. Meaning although just he, words. And he just nev- words. They were exchanging words. Correct. And ultimately was charged with domestic violence. And when I got a hold of all of the evidence, I saw that he never physically touched her. But he was charged with domestic violence. And because he had a past with domestic violence, he was charged with a third offense. So it enhanced his sentence. So domestic violence, what are the elements for domestic violence? It's exactly to be charged with domestic violence. It's exactly what you just described to your listeners. Um, assault. It's exactly what you just described to your listeners. Assault. Or battery. Or battery. Uh-huh. Um, or both. With the added component that the person 
that are the persons that are involved are domestic relationships. So they either have a child in common together, they live together, or they have a dating relationship together. What about sisters? Right, they live together in the home. Okay. Right, live together, child in common, or a dating relationship, or marriage, obviously. Marriage, dating relationship, they live together because there is blood between them? No, just that they live in the same household. What about two friends? Two friends would be more of, it probably wouldn't be charged as domestic violence. However, I have seen it because they are living in the same home. Most of the time, I don't see it charged that way. Okay. <coughs> so, خليني اشرح شو يعني domestic violence. Domestic violence يعني عنف منزلي. مين اللي ممكن معرض يكون عليه تهمة domestic violence؟ بده يكون بين شخصين عندهم ولد أو رجال ومرة أو اثنين they are dating each other يعني في علاقة بيناتهم أو يمكن أخوة حتى أو خيات. بده يكون في علاقة من هالنوع. هيدي أولاً. ثانياً domestic violence مش ضروري يكون فيها دقر اوقات اذا الكلام او التصرفات الجسديه بتخلي الشخص الثاني يشعر انه هو معرض باي دقيقه لعنف ساعتها هيدا يعتبر domestic violence مثل ما قالت المحاميه ماريا باتشينكو انه عندها كيس عندها كلاينت Was your client the victim of domestic violence or the alleged perpetrator? No, my client was the alleged perpetrator. Okay. And he had basically walked closer toward his spouse while in the middle of a verbal altercation. She okay. called the police okay. and he was charged with domestic violence. Okay. So, the case that we're talking about, we're talking about a man. This man was talking to him and his wife. And he's talking to him with a man. In other words, he's talking to him and he's talking to him. انه شعرت انه هي معرضه لخطر انه ياذيها فعملوا تشارجز ضده دومستيك فايلنس هذا الشخص مدى ارى لمرته قرب عليها مدى ارى وبرضه they charge him with domestic violence يعني العنف المنزلي هيني ال- 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 الانسان to be charged with it لانه مش ضروري يكون في دقره مش ضروري يكون في تاتشينج حتى لو كان كلام اذا هيدا الكلام خلي الشخص الثاني يشعر انه هو از ان امنن دينجر انه يصير في شيء او اذا تصرفات الجسد يعني مثل ما هذا الشخص اللي قرب جسديا على مرته هو وعم يحكي معها دعت هي للبوليس انه 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 شعرت انه معرضه للخطر البروسيكيوتر المدعي العام عمل تشارجز دومستيك فايلنس Um, is it because he had a history? I don't believe so. I believe that the charge was essentially based upon the fact that she told the police that she felt, felt. threatened and he was intentionally intimidating her. And because he was walking close to her, closer to her during that altercation, that verbal altercation, she felt that immediate threat of imminent harm. And mm-hmm. that was enough for a domestic violence charge. And that's a subjective test. I mean, she can claim that she felt that she is an immediate harm and maybe she didn't feel that she was. Right. So maybe she took advantage of the situation to flip the table on him or maybe she was sincere. It, it, and only a jury can tell these things. That's how a system is built. Um, and... It's exactly what you were discussing before when there are situations where both men and women, um, predominantly from what I've seen, women um, will bait their spouse or their partner, um, as you were describing before, starting arguments to see if they can 
react to a response to provoke and set up a situation where it becomes a domestic violence situation it does happen but again very sadly yeah whoever's the one who's telling us this story the one who decides is the jury we we don't know whether or not they're being sincere or not if it gets to the point where we're in a family law situation and that comes up where they're getting divorced you know obviously the argument is is that she baited him um on the other side the argument is that she was sincere yes Right, depending on who you are representing Correct. and who you're believing. Correct. So, so I'm going to say that Maria Pachenko is domestic violence. ما بيحتاج الانسان يدقر الثاني ليكون متهم انه ارتكب دومستيك فايلنس بيكفي انه يكون في علاقه بين شخصين يمكن بيقربوا بعضهم او في ولد بيناتهم او اولاد بيناتهم او they are dating يعني هن بعلاقه مع بعضهم لحتى اذا واحد من اثنين حكي الثاني واذا الثاني بيدعي انه حس انه معرض لخطر انه ينأذى يعني ما في ما في دقره حتى لو بس من الكلام مجرد من الكلام او حتى بلا كلام إذا واحد قرب على الثاني والثاني ادعى إنه حس حاله إنه معرض لخطر إنه ينأذى، هيدا كيفي لحتى البروسيكيوتر المدعي العام يعمل تشارج ضد الشخص على دومستيك فايلنس، القرار هو مش مش لل مش لل مش للفيكتم القرار هو للمدعي العام وهيدي شغلة في كثير عالم بعد ما عم تفهمها، ليتس توك ا ليتل بيت اباوت ذا فاكت ذات The decision to be charged does not belong to the alleged victim. The decision to be charged is in the hands of the prosecutor. That's correct. It is because a crime is never a crime against a person. The person is the victim of the crime, but the but the wrong the wronged party is always the city or the state. That is the person who brings the charge. Yes, the city or the state. They so will classify through their, through their prosecutor. Yes, they'll classify it as a crime against a person, but ultimately, the person who is charging works for the city or the state, depending on who the the circumstances. If it's something that the city um, responded to, and the city prosecutor is the one who's going to charge the crime, or if it turns into a felony, like we talked about, if you have a history of this domestic violence and it goes to the state prosecutor, they are the ones who are in control of the matter. Once you call the police, it's in their hands. So that's exactly the point that we want to make, is that don't enter into these scenarios lightly, because it may get out of hand. You may want to teach somebody a lesson, Next thing you know, a prosecutor, and now you kiss and make up with your other significant other, but the charges are going because the prosecutor decided that she or he will bring charges in this case. And now you now you have to, you know, use lawyers and involve family and children and try to get out of this one. It becomes very, very, very messy. Yeah. Once you call the police, once you involve the authorities, you may it may be out of your hand it will be out of your hands it will be out of your hands it's up to them if they want to pursue the investigation and if the police do pursue the investigation and they feel they have enough to charge just like in my case that i was explaining they felt they had enough to charge this man for walking up to his spouse for during their altercation for domestic violence and they charged they asked the prosecutor to charge him once it gets there it's the prosecutor's decision and only the prosecutor can decide whether or not they're going to dismiss the case you as the victim or the uh, the the complaining witness um 
will be consulted, but you don't have any authority to drop the case, and you will be required to testify at a trial. You'll have to come to court. There's a lot more involved than just teaching somebody a lesson. It, it, it gets ugly. Correct. مثل كل نهار جمعة بنحكي عن قانون الفاميلي لا والكريمينال لا ونحن سعيدين نستقبل من جديد معنا المحامية ماريا باتشينكو اللي كانت تشتغل مع المكتب لمدة سنة ونص تقريبا سنتين واللي رجعت بالعمل معنا ونحن سعيدين هيدا الموضوع كتير عم نحكي عن موضوع حساس جدا اسمه العنف المنزلي domestic violence من الضروري جدا انه كل انسان من كل الاطراف يستعمل يستعمل ضميره بطريقة جيدة جدا ويستعمل ضميره ووعيه لأنه متى ما شخص اتصل بالبوليس صارت الشغلة ما عادت بإيد الرجل والامرأة صارت بإيد الشرطة صارت بإيد المدعي العام المدعي العام هو اللي بياخد القرار يعمل تشارجز المدعي العام هو اللي بيمشي فيهم سو من الضروري جدا عدم استعمال يعني منوجه هالكلام اغلبيه الاوقات للنساء يعني بعتذر انه ما نستعمل من من ما نعمل السيت اب بطريقه ما نحكي كلام بطريقه لحتى نحرض الاخر انه يطلع خلقه انه يعصب انه يطلع منه تصرفات تقدر تستعملها الامراه ضد هذا الرجل تو سيت هيم اب بصراحه لحتى يصير في تهمه عنف منزلي لانه هيدي تهمه العنف المنزلي متى ما الشخص اتصل بالبوليس او طرف من الاطراف اوقات الاولاد بيتصلوا بالبوليس ما عادت خلص ذا اوت اوف ذا باك مثل ما بيقولوا ما عادت بايد الطرفين خلص صارت بايد الولايه او صارت بايد المدينه الولايه او المدينه هي اللي بتقدم للتشارجز مش مش الامراه مثلا حتى لو الامراه رجعت اتصالحت مع زوجها التشارجز بعدهم مكملين وبعدين مش ضروري نحكي عن تكاليف للمحاكم وتكاليف المحاميين وشغله على سجل الانسان اللي هي بشعه جدا 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 التكاليف هي كثيره ان كان للمحاميين ويعني احسن بالعفو عنا مش ضروريه ابدا بعدين الاذى السايكولوجيكال اذى النفسي اللي هيك تهمه او هيك جنيه او هيك جنحه بتسبب لحياه هذا الرجل لحياه هذه الامراه التاثير على الاولاد تدخل العيال الشيخ الخوري الى اخره شغله مش حلوه مش هينه مش قصيره شغله ما لازم مش لانه بنقدر نحرض اللي مقابلنا ونخليه يتصرف بطريقه صار فينا نركب عليه تهمه معناتها لازم نعمل هيدا الشيء لانه ضميريا هيدا غلط وثانيا ما بتعود بايدنا بتصير بايد الشرطه وبايد المدعي العام وتكاليفها ان كانت المعنويه النفسيه او الماديه كبيره جدا 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 ذات الشيء بنوجه حكي للرجال اللي بيشعروا عم نقول الرجال مش دايما الرجال وعم نقول النساء مش دايما النساء بس اذا بنطلع الاحصاءات اغلبيه الاوقات هي الامراه اللي عم تدعي انه تعرضت للعنف المنزلي والرجل هو اللي عم بيتعرض لتهمه العنف المنزلي وانما ليس دائما بنوجه هون تهمه للرجال انه وقت اللي بتحسوا ما هو الانسان وبيصير في تشنج بالعلاقه وقت اللي بيصير في عدم اتفاق بالعلاقه بين رجال ومراه طبعا بده يصير في اتهامات بده يصير في كلام كبير بده يصير في اهانات من الضروري جدا 
لكل طرف من الطرفين وبالتحديد من من وجه هال هال هالنصيحه للرجال يبتعدوا عن الموضوع لانه يمكن تبلش كلام ومن الكلام يصير في عنف يعني حدا دقر الثاني حدا دفش الثاني او يمكن ما حدا دقر الثاني بس حدا مسك شيء وكسره بالارض او كبه بالارض هذا كله يعتبر عنف منزلي فمن الضروري جدا تو ووك اواي تو ستيب اواي هيدي افضل طريقه لانه ان ذا هيت اوف ذا مومنت بتكون العالم معصبه على بعضها مش مش هينه انه واحد من اثنين يقدر يحافظ على اعصابه وحتى لو طرف من الطرفين حافظ على اعصابه اوقات هيدا الشيء بيعصب الطرف الاخر لانه الطرف الاخر حاطط براسه انه بده يضل بده يضل يحاول لحتى يشعله للطرف الاخر سو so احسن شيء استو ستيب اواي احسن شيء احسن شيء اسرع شيء ارخص شيء انه الانسان وقت اللي بحس حاله انه بموضع ممكن يصير فيه تهمه عنف منزلي او يصير في نوع من العنف احسن شيء انه يترك البريمسز يروح لمحل اخر سو وير جيفينغ ذا ادفايس ات ذا بيست ثينج وير جيفينغ ذا ادفايس تو مان بات تروث از نوت اولويز مان سمتايمز مان ار فيكتيمز اوف دومستيك فايلنس بات ستاتستيكلي سبيكينج وي هاف سين ذات مور وومن هاف اليرج تو بي فيكتيمز اوف دومستيك فايلنس ذان مان those are the statistics those are not my statistics and i believe that a lot of that has to do mostly with reporting most um, men do not report that's right thank you for saying that العم بتقولوا انه الاحصاءات بتفرجي انه اغلبيه الاوقات النساء هن اللي عم بيطلعوا تهمه ضد الرجل مش الرجل ضد الامراه سبب من الاسباب لانه الرجال حتى لو تعرضوا لعنف منزلي يمكن بيحسوا حالهم قويه يمكن ما بدهم يكبروها i'm not sure why بس they don't ريبورت يعني ما بيتلفنوا للشرطه بس الامراه يمكن ان تشعر حاله ضعيفه بتتصل بالشرطه سو اف يو دونت ريبورتد ما في تهمه يعني اذا ما ريبورتنج تو هوم تو ذا بوليس يعني اذا اذا حدا ما اتصل بالبوليس ساعتها ما راح حتى لو كان في عنف منزلي ما راح ما راح يصير في تهمه للعنف المنزلي نوت تو منشن ذا كوست اوف هايرينج ان اتورني تو ديفند يو ان دومستيك فايلنس Um, it's going to go on your uh, credit co- credit report and it's going to lower your credit score because well uh, I, I don't know so much that it will end up on your credit report as it will on your criminal history and that's going to definitely cause you some problems finding an apartment if that's what you do if you rent that's going to cause you some problems getting a job that's going to cause you some problems dealing with a future possible child support and child custody case if you are going to go that route once the domestic violence case is over it can cost a lot more than just attorney's fees and not to mention you're going to have some court costs and probation fines and fees if you're found guilty of that so the long-term consequences of being charged and then reducing it what if you reduce it to because it's the first time you are charged with the domestic violence what if you what if you plead to something lesser than so in michigan we will have, it still be on your criminal record sorry you no know, yeah there's there's definitely a way to reduce the charge um if the prosecutor is willing to negotiate that and if depending it's on first, the circumstances and how egregious they are and whether it's the first time or the fifth time right and the um first time is actually I'm glad you brought it up. The Michigan statute actually adopted, um, the legislator actually adopted a statute that allows for first-time offenders in the domestic violence um, uh, statute to plead to what we call uh, MCL 769.4A. 
And that's the uh, the number of the statute. And what it means is, is a first-time offender statute, if you don't have previous domestic violence history, they will allow you to plead guilty to the offense if you feel that that's the best route to go after speaking with your attorney and going over all your rights. And what happens to you is, is you're placed on a probation and um, it's usually for about a year, and you comply with all the terms of your probation, it will go off your record. It will be sealed and um, placed on your non-public record so that all of those... So then a criminal background will not, will not reveal that you were charged and you pled guilty to domestic violence. Correct. It would show up as... Um, essentially a dismissal of the case but the the issue is is that it would be on what's called a non-public record so what that means is is that police federal um um authorities and um judges and things like that they would be able to see that you had taken advantage of that first offender statute um but if you were going to go in for a job or if you were going to go get an apartment and your background check was going to be run they would be able to um see a dismissal of that case so they will see that there is a dismissal well so a criminal background check will reveal that there were charges and then dismissed yes it, if you do what's called a motion for return of the fingerprints it will ultimately be sealed completely from the public record that would be the second step once you complete the probation that's what i've always advised my clients to do once they've completed successfully under the 769.4a program what about uh, how much are um i know it differs from court to court court well are these typically a district court cases yes it's normally if especially if it's a first time is usually charged as a 93-day misdemeanor okay so district court so um i'm sure it differs from one district court to the other but what's the average cost by the time you are done paying fines and fees to the court well it's up to 500 dollars in fines plus costs and that costs amount is up to the judge so that's all up in his head it can be different for each person but you also have to pay probation fees and those are monthly oversight fees from court to court it can be all the way up to 40 to 50 dollars per month in oversight fees if you're on probation for 12 months that can add up quickly Additionally, if there were alcohol um, or drugs involved in the allegations that were made against you concerning this domestic violence incident, that could cost you some money too because the judge might say, you need to start alcohol testing, you need to start going to outpatient treatment facilities in order to get your alcohol abuse under control because it clearly is showing that you have domestic violence happening with your alcohol consumption. And all of those things cost money. Uh, testing can cost every time you test. If you're on random testing during your probation period, you have to pay money every time you test. So I've seen it go up all the way to like around 18 to $100 to a couple thousand dollars that you're paying just to the court. Right. Then and you got to pay your lawyer. And then paying your lawyer can range anywhere from what to what? To defend you if it's the first time i mean it, d- depending on how far along you are in the matter it can be up to twenty five hundred dollars just for your lawyer and that doesn't even include trial no if you're going to trial it's going to be even more expensive right. plus you're looking at having to pay for experts if there's any kind of evidentiary issues you're pay- looking at paying for motions it's it's expensive is it really worth it or are you better off walking away are you better off walking away yes you are better off walking away right and let's not also forget the harmful psychological effects of having that hanging over your head or your kids looking at you a certain way and and so forth and then like you had said before it might tilt the um i don't know it might tilt the 
balance in your favor or against you if there is a pending divorce. Absolutely. Right. Let me explain. If I am the alleged victim of a domestic violence, the judge may look, and now I am divorcing that man, the judge may look at me more kindly because he knows that I have been the victim of domestic violence. And if I am the perpetrator of domestic violence, the judge might not be very happy with me. It might, I mean... This is a court of equity, and the judge is a human after all. And one lawyer is going to be rushing to the judge, telling the judge about how their client has been the victim to paint the other person as a bad person. Correct. And if there are children involved in your divorce, if you have minor children, as we've talked about before on previous uh, shows um, with your listeners, you want to remember domestic violence is one of the best interest factors that the judges will consider in awarding you or not awarding you custody and parenting time of your children. So we'll talk about that in one second. But do you need is will the judge look at being charged or being convicted depends on the judge there are some judges that will take a look at police reports because although in the criminal realm um and when you're in criminal courts you are innocent until proven guilty in a domestic uh case or a family law case those judges are allowed to consider police reports and make their own findings and determinations and they are given deference um for reasonable inference and if they find it to be pretty credible they can utilize that allegation against you by the person who um you know is on the other side of things uh, most of the time is the is the woman um and if they're the mother of your children they will take that into consideration and even take that in consideration on some motions like we've talked about if they want exclusive use of the marital home while we're waiting for the divorce to end they might take that police report and say yeah you're going to have to leave the house until this divorce is over because it's not safe there for you guys to live together mm-hmm. and did you say the factors are 12 Yes. Yes. Okay. So, بالماضي عن هذا الموضوع إنه وقت القاضي بينظر بشأن الأطفال. الأطفال يعني عمرهم تحت 18 بيطلع على 12 عامل. عامل من العوامل اللي عم تسكر المحامية ماريا باتشينكو هو بوليس ريبورتس ودومستيك فايلنس. يعني المتهم بالدومستيك فايلنس أو إذا صار في بوليس ريبورتس هيدا عامل من 12 عوامل اللي القاضي بيطلع عليها لياخد القرار اللي بيعتبره منصف بما بخص الأطفال يعني عم نحكي عن الكونسيكونسز تبع الإنسان اللي يتهم من يتهم بتهمة الدومستيك فايلنس حكينا كورت فيس حكينا بروبيشن فيس حكينا كورت كاست يمكن يكون في دراج تيستينج حكينا تكاليف المحامي حكينا تكاليف المحامي اذا بده يوصل على ترايل عم نحكي هلا كمان التكاليف اذا 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 هدول الشخصين عم يمرقوا بطلاق القاضي وعندهم اطفال القاضي رح ينظر عامل من 12 عوامل هي بوليس ريبورتس هي دومستيك فايلنس يعني بعده هذا الانسان اللي اتهم ويمكن كان جلتي من الدومستيك فايلنس ما زال عم يتقاصص بسبب اللي عمله او اللي ما عمله سو so, هيدا كمان نقطه مهمه نقطه ثانيه اوقات وقت الاثنين بيفترقوا عن بعضهم او بيكونوا بدهم يمرقوا بالطلاق اوقات 
الامراه اجمالا وانما ليس دائما بتقدم موشن يعني هن هلا افترقوا بس بعد ما طلقوا بتقدم موشن فور اكسكلوسيف يوز اوف ذا ماريتال هوم يعني بتقدم طلب عم تقول له للقاضي انه يا حضره القاضي بطلب منك انه تامر زوجي طالما نحن هلا عم نمرق بالطلاق بس بعد ما خلصنا الطلاق انه يترك البيت ويعطيني البيت الي انا بس انا والولاد هذا القاضي اذا شاف كمان انه الشخص الرجل متهم بالدومستيك فايلنس او 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 اثبت عليه الدومستيك فايلنس رح تساعد القاضي اكثر انه يسمح للامراه انه تستعمل البيت هي والولاد ويجبروا له ليطلع يعني تهمت الدومستيك فايلنس بتغير المعادله بقلب الطلاق كثير تصوروا اذا انسان مثلا بيجي لعنا متهم بعتذر اذا بيجي لعنا شخص لنقول امراه وبتقلنا انه تعرضت لدومستيك فايلنس من اول الاشياء اللي بدنا نشرحها للقاضي وقت اللي بدنا نشوفه انه الموكله تبعنا هي امراه معتره ومعرضه او تعرضت للعنف المنزلي ليه لانه بدنا نحاول انه نقنع القاضي انه يكون سيمباثيك اكثر معها يعني يكون من يما اكثر انه يكون يشعر معها اكثر تو فايند فور هير اكثر وتصور تصوروا اذا اجى لعنا الموكل وهو متهم بهيدي التهمه بدنا نقول له انه اكسبكت انه اول شغله المحامي تبع زوجتك رح يقولها للقاضي انه انت انسان عنيف انت انسان حاولت تتعدى على مرتك وبدنا نضل نحاول ندافع عنك لنقنع القاضي انه انت متهم بالعكس انت انسان بريء انت منك انسان عم ترتكب بالعنف يعني هيدي هيدي التهمه بتغير المعادله حتى بقلب الطلاق بعدين ما ننسى انه وبيكون في تهمه حتى لو ما كان في اثبات بدها تنزل على الكريمنال ريكورد تبع الانسان اذا نزلت على الكريمنال ريكورد تبع الانسان يعني اذا انسان عم بيقدم فور جوب والبروسبكتيف امبلوير بده يعمل كريمنال باك جراوند تشيك بدها تبين اذا انسان عم بيقدم على ابارتمنت صاحب الملك اللاندلورد بده يعمل بده يعمل كريمنال باك جراوند تشيك بدها تكمل يعني وقت بنجي بنفند ومن وبنحكي بطريقه مفصله اكثر عن الدومستيك فايلنس قديش هالتهمه مكلفه متعبه وسخه بتقلب المعادله وبتلحق الانسان لمده طويله خلاصه الامر احسن اذا اثنين عم يمرقوا بظروف اذا شخص من اثنين شعر انه يمكن يكون معرض انه يطلع خلقه او اذا شاكك للاسف بنقولها لانه ات هابنز اذا شاكك انه الطرف الاخر از تراينج تو سيت هيم اب يعني عم بيحاول يحرضه لدرجه ليجبره انه يطلع منه شيء ليقدر يكون متهم بالعنف المنزلي من الافضل انه يترك البيت بنرجع للموكل تبعي اللي قال لي انه بلشت مرته تعيط عليه أه وبلشت تهينه وهو عم بيحافظ على اعصابه بعدين بلشت تهين امه حس حاله بده يفقد اعصابه كان ذكي كفايه وترك البيت بس قال لي حسيت بدي انفجر حسيت بدي كسر شيء لانه كرجل كاي انسان يعني ما بيريد الاهانه كيف اذا كان رجل كيف اذا كان 
الام تبع هذا الرجل عم تنهن سو so, هيدي الامراه بيقول لي هو انا ما بعرفها وما فيني حط عدمتي بس الامراه بيقول لي عارفه شو عم تعمل يعني حاطه براسها انه بدها تحرضه لحتى تطلعه من تيبو لدرجه انه يوصل لمكان يطلع منه تصرف تقدر تتصل بالبوليس وتعلق عليه التهمه انه هو ارتكب عنف منزلي لانه متى ما علقت التهمه عليه صار هو بوضع ضعيف صار هو بفولنربل بوينت صار هو متهم وقلبت المعادله لحقه وضده هو سو so, هو بيقول انه هيدي السيده زوجته كانت عارفه شو عم تعمل يعني عم يعني عم 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 بتحكي لانه عم تشتغل على موضوع انه تخليه يفقد اعصابه لحتى يطلع منه اي نوع من التصرف اللي ممكن ساعتها تقدر تريبورت للبوليس انه هو عم يتهم او انه هو عم عم يرتكب ضدها عنف منزلي مش ضروري نقول ونذكر بعضنا البعض انه القانون الحقيقي هو اللي مكتوب بقلب الانسان، المكتوب بقلب الانسان اخلاقيا هيدا غلط، اخلاقيا وتجاه ربنا هيدا غلط، وكمان مره متى ما اتصل الانسان بالبوليس، اوقات الاطفال بيتصلوا بالبوليس، متى ما اتصل الانسان بالبوليس طلعت الشغله من ايده ومن ايدها، من ايدها ومن ايده، حتى لو تصالحوا ثاني نهار، حتى لو بدهم ينسوا الامر ثاني نهار، حتى لو غفروا لبعضهم وكملوا، لانه صارت بايد المدعي العام، البروسيكيوتر تبع المدينه او تبع الولايه. Thank you very much. We have five minutes remaining. I want to talk about what we call switching on attorney Maria Pachenko to something in the criminal law arena. Uh, there's a statute, there's a law, it's not a new law, it's not a new law, that I know which other law I want to talk to you about, and we've talked about this a couple of times, um, the law pertaining to bullying, cyberbullying. Yes. Maybe we'll do that next time, next Friday, uh, because that's a new law in response to a young, beautiful lady who passed, yes. committed suicide, I believe, because she was the... Um, Uh, the, the, the victim of, of bullying. But at any rate, let's talk about having our phones has become quite a responsibility. Um, I, how many of our listeners know that if you use your phone just to call somebody repeatedly and harass them, as simple as harass them, no, as simple as annoy them. If your intent is only to annoy them, not even harass them, annoy them. Right. Then you can be charged with a misdemeanor. And we had a client, we didn't have more than one. We had one client that I know of, I take that back. We had one client who was charged in the city of Rochester. Yes. With malicious use of a telecommunication device because she was using her cell phone, calling her ex-husband. She called him a total of 12, 13 times. She'll call and hang up. She did not even talk. She'll call and hang up. She'll call and hang up. He filed the police report. And sure enough, the prosecutor, and um, I apologize if you see me looking at my phone, I'm keeping track of the time. The prosecutor uh, decided to bring charges against her. And she's from the Middle Eastern community and she came to us and we had to plead and beg to have it reduced. And she's doing some probation time and she had to pay us a nice penny to represent her. So I think we need to spread that message more and more about the use of, of the phone. Yes. How as simple as if you use it to annoy someone, you can be charged with 
a malicious use of a telecommunication device. That's correct. And it's very important to remember exactly what you said. A lot of times that word malicious gets confused as though as that is the title of the statute. It doesn't. That's, that's, the, that's the word. But yes, it's a lot less than that. Oh, yes. Interpretation. I want to I want to annoy you right now. I'll call you a dozen times and that's it. I am. I can be charged with that statute. That's correct. And the statute means law. Yeah. Yes. And that statute is it's a six months uh, uh, in jail as the p possible penalty. That's right. It's more than 93 days. It is. It's a, it's a it's 180 day months. misdemeanor. Wow. 180 days. Yes. And yes. it's, it's, they're taking it a lot more seriously now, especially like you said, because in this day and age, everybody uses their phone all the time between social media on your phone, games on your phone. And, and even these games are interactive. You can also speak with other players on the game. So you cannot use your phone to call, text, social media message or post against another person, even just to annoy them or bother them in any way. Or you could be charged with this and do up to six months in jail. Okay, so if you use social media, Instagram publicly or inbox somebody, or if you use Facebook, um, and so forth, um, you can be charged with that, not just calling somebody, not just texting somebody, not yeah. just any you, so use you of your phone. Call, so that phone, you can use it to call, you can use it to text, you can use it to WhatsApp, you can use it to send emails, you can use it to um, uh, go on social media. This says use of a telecommunication device. It doesn't tell you exactly how. So that phone is a computer. It can do so many things. Yep, and if it's I not do any of right. that. It's not even limited to the phone. I mean, computers are telecommunication devices right. if you're connected to the internet. Tablets, um, all those types of things. Smart, smart watches. Anything that you can use to communicate with another person or the outside world is going to be listed in this statute. And if you use your phone to harass, annoy, bother, or in other words, maliciously annoy a person, you're going to be charged with this offense if they report it to the police and is turned over to the prosecutor. So what I, if, with your permission, I'd like to talk in greater detail about this next Friday, both about the use of a communication device and how this can be a misdemeanor and cyberbullying. But suffice it for us to say today that even if you use your phone to annoy people, if you do it enough times and it doesn't take it doesn't take five dozen times. If you do it enough times, then the person to whom you're doing it should go to the police and file a police report, and you may be charged with a crime called malicious use of a telecommunication device, which can carry jail up to 180 days, six months, and court, and court fines and fees and paying an attorney. It's really not worth it. But People should know that they cannot use their phone and keep bothering people, especially if they get told that they need to stop. Absolutely. Okay. Thank you so much. What a pleasure to have you again today. We apologize to the listeners. We couldn't take any calls today. Have a wonderful weekend, everybody. Rami, thank you very much. And thank you, Joe. Thank you.